Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast episode 43. Now, before we get the podcast started, we do want to have a little bit of a uh, kind of warning for you guys. Now, we were streaming this live via YouTube the way we always do and as many of you guys may know, YouTube went down for this day. So, we do apologize that towards the end of the podcast, we didn't quite finish wrapping up the Mexican national team talk because we thought YouTube was down. So we thought that we were no longer live. Um, <clears throat> turns out that actually everything else that we were saying was getting recorded. So hopefully you guys have a good laugh of towards the end of the podcast. So we do hope you guys do appreciate it. There's a lot more of this content coming your guys' way. We have a lot of uh, surprises in store for you guys as well. So hopefully you guys keep it here with the Eagle Eye Podcast. And yeah, again, apologies for uh, for not wrapping up the podcast the way we always do. Uh, but uh, hopefully you guys find the the ending quite uh, quite humorous and, and, and funny. So uh, let us know. As always, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Eagle iPod for live coverage of this uh, this weekend's matchup against Cholos. Huge shout out to the boys as well for always doing their job. And well, what more can I say? Enjoy the podcast, guys. And until next time, take care. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 43. Yes, the big 4-3, and we are back. The Eagle Eye boys are here to talk to you guys everything Las Aguilas de la America, and we're ready to get things going. Finally, finally, we're back from that mini vacation, gentlemen. I know we haven't really been talking to each other as much either. We've just been enjoying a little bit of time off. As always, my co-host, Mr. Dylan Jimenez and Christian, how are we, gentlemen? Actually, let me rephrase that, Mr. Cowboy Dan and Christian. How are we doing? <laughs> oh shoot, it was it was good. Um, I think Ivan, you saw me mixing and mastering our mixtape whenever that gets ready to drop. We're about to drop that EP, and boy, it's it's we're gonna be dropping some fire fire beats onto the streets. There you go. <laughs> beats. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. We gotta enjoy. We gotta include that somehow. Somehow. We will. We will. Christian, how are we doing? We're doing good, man. Saturday, I tried to make the Club America logo on the pumpkin, and it did not turn out well. So, other than that, though, I've been I've been pretty good. I'm glad that both of you had a pretty good day because my day has gone from bad to worse. And yeah, I've been telling you guys in the group chat. So, little story just to begin the podcast. I went to go get a haircut. I came out looking like I enrolled and listed into the military service, and I'm about to ship <laughs> out the next week. This is not the haircut I wanted. This is not. I went for a low fade with a two on the sides and a light trim on top for a full hog. I came out looking like Forrest Gump when he was ready to go to the military. <laughs> you look, you look beautiful. Well, uh, thank God there's filters on Snapchat, correct? True. Correct. Catch me wearing a hat for the rest of the week, ladies and gentlemen. But we're here. We're 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 back. We're going to talk about Las Aguilas de la América. We're going to be talking about the big match coming up against Cholos. We're going to be talking about the Sadio Azteca too after it just saw Shakira play. And then, of course, we'll touch up a little bit about the Mexican national team, who will start playing in a little bit as well. We'll try to get you guys out before then. And well, without further ado, gentlemen, are we ready? Yes, sir. Yes. All righty. I still can't focus on myself. I, I feel like I'm just, uh, I look like an egg right now. <laughs> it's hard not to look at myself because when I talk, like I'm the one like dead center on the screen. It's not, it's not helping. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's jump into uh, what, what what's going to be the jornada, what, 12, 13th? 13th. Probably could be 14. That's a very good question that I wish I could tell you. Wow, we are, we are yeah, really no, bad, right? Wow, we are terrible. This is 13. This. Yes, 13. I yes, I just looked it up. All right, lucky number 13th. We're going up against Cholos in the Estadio Azteca. And, well, before we talk about that, let's reminisce a little bit of what happened two weeks ago when we played Tigres, correct? Yes. Yes. So, Coming off that victory, I I feel like the team is, is in good spirit, but I don't know how good spirit it's going to be when most of that was interrupted by the international break. Exactly. That's kind of that's kind of one of the thoughts I had too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll affect us that much. Because look, you have players like Cecilio Dominguez, like Bruno Valdez, like uh, Mateo Soribe, you know, that 
are you know not with the national team right now. You have Edson Alvarez and Henry Martin in the national team. So it it, it ponders a question as to whether or not this team is going to be back in full force, ready to compete uh, to compete against Cholos. Wait, you said they weren't with the national team. Yeah, they're, I'm, they're with I'm, the I'm, national team. Oh, oh I just no, said no, that they yeah, weren't. Yeah, yeah, you said that they weren't. I said they were. They are whatever. You, the point <laughs> is, we are with the national team right now. Look, look, it's not my I think I think they'll be fine. All right, I I, I've had yeah. 103 things go wrong. If it's 104, then we're just gonna keep adding. I think they'll be fine. I think maybe for players like Mateos and Cecilio, who I guess haven't been in the best form this season, maybe maybe they'll pick up some sort of form with the national team and translate it over to to their uh to the regular team play, but um. I don't know. I don't think it'll affect them that much, to be honest. Now, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but did I read somewhere that Osorio didn't schedule any uh, friendlies for Paraguay? He just apparently he brought in like a bunch of players and had them like separated in like teams, and like they all they've been doing is just training throughout this whole fetch of FIFA. I don't know, but that sounds like a very Osorio thing to do. That sounds yeah, it does terrible. Oh, Paraguay, so, love you. So, I mean, they, as far as I know, they didn't play no friendlies. They just had their training sessions the, the whole week the, in Paraguay. And let's not forget the team is actually coming off a loss against Querétaro in a friendly match. Oh, oh yeah, yes. that is true. 2-1. On our birthday. On our birthday. 102, guys. <laughs> By the way, someone in the group chat just <laughs> said, I've been looking like Bart from the old Simpsons. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, you know what? Let's just keep it going. Let's keep it going. You know what? I accept the fact that my haircut is not the way I wanted it. I look ridiculous, but we're here to talk soccer. And then we'll joke around me towards the end of the podcast. Uh, like the plan. I'm kidding. You guys keep going. Keep keep letting me know in the comments in, in the live chat. This is this is gonna be hilarious. Um so I mean, how much does that affect the loss? Or if it affects that, I mean, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really can't say much about it because we didn't see the game. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's, it wasn't that. transmitted live here, so. But yeah, the wait, well, I heard, I heard a rumor. Oh, wait, can I go? Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard something that supposedly Televisa on their website opened up their um their broadcast so anyone can watch it now. Is that true or? I'm pretty sure that's a lie. Unless oh, anyone oh. can watch in Mexico. Mm, okay, yeah, I think that makes more sense. But yeah, that's I, I think I read that somewhere, but if it's not anywhere in the world, then I'm very disappointed. Dylan, you were saying? I don't remember where I was going, to be honest. Well, that, I mean, just kind of going to the point you said, like, we weren't able to watch it, so it's kind of hard to make a fair assessment. The only bright side is Diego Linus played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know he's back, and... Uh, you know, just I don't know about Renato Ibarra because he was supposed to go with Ecuador, but then he went back to Guapa because of an injury. Yes. We'll have to wait and see. Oriol Parata looks like he's healthy. We saw a player we were worried about. And uh, today, Machacin left training with an injury. Oh, gosh. So, I didn't know that. Years, a couple of days before the game starting. Um, Hopefully, actually, it looks like Chris 45 says. The game was on Univision Deportes. Oh. Well, shoot. Look at us lacking. Well, look at that. But I will say this. Uh, the game was transmitted around, what, uh, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock my time? Mm, yes, I, yeah. About, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Look, so I was really I mean, getting off work. I... Yeah, I don't have an excuse. I, I just didn't know it was transmitted. Yeah, I don't have, I don't I have an excuse either. Yeah, I, really I, I just didn't know it was on. So, both of you lacking off. Jesus. Hey, you know what? Leave me 5, 5 p.m. Central. You know what? No, I was actually getting ready to go to work. So, ha. <laughs> You're like two people. Yeah, there you go. See, Christian slacking, dude. Oh, dude, it was just I was playing too much Call of Duty over the weekend. So, that's my excuse. <laughs> All right, point is, that game's out of the way. But it, granted, it's a friendly, the, which a lot of players just trying to get some minutes. Um, yeah. Like, you know, Oscar Jimenez, like Diego Line is trying to get back into the ry- rhythm of things. 
Um, aside from that, what what more can we what more can we say before we start talking cholos? Nothing much. I mean, like you said, I guess it's just a a friendly to keep everyone in rhythm. There's nothing more to that, to be honest. Yeah. Nice jacket, by the way. Where can I get myself one of those? Thank you. I actually I got the last one from the guy that I was buying it. The the one they're wearing this year. So. I like it. I'm the I'm wearing the one from like three years ago. So. I don't have I don't have one. So I mean, I can just stop, please. Yeah, like Christmas is coming up. Yeah, Christmas is coming up though. What are you guys getting me? Oh, well, we can't. We're gonna get. We're gonna do Secret Santa. <laughs> I'm excited. I hope I get. Actually, I don't know. I don't care who I get. Whoever I get is gonna have a dope ass gift though. Just uh, watch us all get each other. Like I get me, you get you, and Dylan gets Dylan. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give myself a very nice present then. We'll talk about holiday stuff later down the road. But okay, let's get into the topic of Cholos versus America at the Estadio this Saturday. I believe it is 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, and then of course 7 p.m. Central time for you, Dylan, and for our mountain friends at 6 p.m. So uh regular time, I guess. Yep, regular time. Yeah, basically. So pretty good. Now, one thing we have to talk about before we even go into this is, uh, one, shout out to the Cholos podcast. We were supposed to have Mr. Francisco on for uh, this preview and, and talk about this. Unfortunately, uh, some things came uh, and, and impeded him from coming here, but uh, we do appreciate the fact that he was willing to come on to the show. So thank you. Shout out to the uh, to the Cholos podcast. Uh, hopefully we get to do something with them later down the road again. Uh, and then, of course, one thing we need to talk about is something I've been saying quite some time. I'm sorry is the Shakira concert that was at the Estadio Azteca. Ooh, everybody um, loves Shakira. Now, her hips don't lie, but her uh, her stage does really leave a mark, <laughs> like a really bad mark. Oh, uh, dude, you said her hips don't lie. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, dude, that's not, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. But, yeah, that, that pitch looked horrendous. I, you guys seen the pictures, right, obviously? Yeah. Like that that yeah. just looks like terrible, terrible. I don't even I don't even know what to think of it. I really Why? don't. I mean, it's, like, it's just, how do how do you not prepare for something like this? I mean I mean it, it's worse than what it was at the beginning of the season. And then and, and you, go go go. Oh and as soon as as soon as it was like starting to get better and we were seeing results, it went back to like square one. So Am I the only one that is actually questioning what happened during the concert? Because mm-hmm. how the hell does the stadium become that bad after one Shakira concert? What does Shakira do that fucks up the stadium so badly? Playing language. Hips. <laughs> we'll, we'll beep that out with with uh, with uh, with a Shakira bleep, with one of her high pitch. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that the pitch was already in bad condition. So I guess that just made it worse. I mean, that's the only way I can see the pitch getting that bad. They probably just like brought like this big trailer, just like drove it all over the pitch just to put that stupid stage together. And like, she was like, no, you know what? I don't like it on that end. Let's bring it up to this end. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't like it back. Mm -hmm. Let's tilt it one way. She's like, you know what? It's perfect. Let's just run it around again. Exactly. She's all like, she probably hates America. That's probably what it is. <gasps> oh my God. What if she's like a secret Cruz Azul fan? And she's just like, you know what? We're going to mess up this field as bad as possible. And she's just like, you know what? She's like, don't even, don't even bring the stage on wheels. We're going to drag it. Oh God. This, the agony. That's awful. That's can you imagine? Like, all, do you imagine all the golf carts and like, it's just have chains to some parts of the stage and just gets dragged around. Well, she's at um she's in Monterrey right now, and Deed is a stadium. So let's see. What if, if what if her goal in life is to just go travel the world in tour, but actually break pitches apart? Like she's just going to stay in the stadium, make messing up. Maybe. Okay, I think we've gotten off a way yeah. <laughs> And let's go back into the topic. So the stadium is in ridiculous, ridiculous conditions. Obviously, we can hope for the best, but I think we can assume that it's gonna be probably the game the, the same pitch as um as we played against uh who's our first home game? Atlas? Yeah, Atlas. 
So mm-hmm. we can expect the pitch to be just as bad as that game. This is going to be terrible. Worse. This is going to be bad. I mean, at this point, I, would you guys consider taking off the grass and maybe putting in some artificial turf for this game or something? Dude, can, let's, can, just, let's just play on dirt. Let's just play on dirt, man. Just forget the grass already. It might as well just come to that if we're gonna if if we're gonna do that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but wait, I mean, wait, wait. Is that even possible though? Can they actually put in turf like two days before the game or three days before the game? Games on how long before the game is Thursday, Friday. Yeah, that's three days before. Ah, uh, I don't think that's possible to be honest. But if it is, they probably should try to look into that. But. If they don't, which I probably think they won't, it's no, they won't. Be because their whole thing is okay. Look, this is a terrible. Uh, the the terrible thing is that okay, you have this that just happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the Raiders coming into the Saiseka soon. I believe it's next month. No, next month. Yeah, like a couple oh, weeks. Gosh, I forgot about that NFL game. So now the NFL game is gonna mess it up even more. Mm-hmm. It's just like so. How much is this pitch gonna have to endure before something actually happens? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Point, I, don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something happen over the, after the season's over. I'm gonna have to wait and see. We'll have to wait. Like, like I really don't think nothing's gonna happen until the season's over. But we don't want to make the pitch an excuse because we both of the teams are gonna have it. Both of the teams are gonna have to endure it, and both the teams are gonna have to find a way to cope with it. Yes. It, I mean, you have to, like you said, and then it, I mean. You talk, you bring those other things in too, and you, we're forgetting that Cruz also plays there too, so they're going to be playing on it. Yeah, so it, I mean, it's going to be a trippy, trick, tricky game for everyone here involved. So we'll have to wait and see. So now the question is, how do we field against Cholos? Because we're going to we're going to skip the whole talk about the Sadistica. Yes, it's important. It's in poor conditions. It's in terrible conditions. But I think we're going to leave that to the side, and we'll, we'll hardly talk about it. And, and if we have to, we'll talk about it in the next podcast, whether or not it actually played effect. But let's just dive in into the game itself, into the match, into the tactics, into what Piojo is probably most likely going to do, and let's break it down for the people to so so that way we can get right back into into the swing of things since it has been – I feel like it's been a while for us here. Has it? I don't know. It's been all right. It's been about a week. It's been a week, I think, like, usually. Oh, yeah. Like, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just felt longer. But, all right, gentlemen, we're going up against Cholos. Who – remind me, what position are they in? Cholos are in 10th. They are in tenth position, so they are they're they're literally fighting for that uh, playoff spot. Listen, uh, it's between anyone right now, honestly. And even our position at top, which I, I believe we're third, correct? We are second. We're second. We're second. So even that itself is is not even secure. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. So obviously, two 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 teams playing for three points, I believe. Uh, I mean, if you're Cholos, I would imagine you have to come in and, and try to get three points. No, yeah, definitely. That that race at the bottom is very tough. Seventh through like, I guess fourteenth, maybe fifteenth is all very tight right now. So I mean, that just goes to show you how how we're getting to that, you know, end of the season where everything's vital. Like you, you two gentlemen were were saying in previous podcasts, we're getting to the point where it's you know it, it's do or die, and, and we gotta mm-hmm. buckle it up, and and we gotta secure as much points as possible, and get as much three points as possible. And you would imagine that every home game. Isn't automatically three points that we need to go get. Exactly. Well, I've, I've been kind of saying that since the beginning, but you know, yeah, no, it is at that point of the season. It's true, but it, now you're just like now it's like you you need to like it's do or like, die. It's it's, yeah. it's if you let any point slip at this point, you're just you, you you're causing for concern. Mm-hmm. A big concern, yeah. which we don't need right now because Plus, especially especially with the inconsistencies the team has. At times, then you know that's really that's really going to be concerning once we start dropping points. If we do, which I hope we don't. Which I, I I'm the same here. I hope we don't drop any points as well. But we'll have to wait and find out. All right, gentlemen, give me your predicted lineup for Cholos versus America. Who goes oh. first, me or Christian? Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Christian heads or tails? Call it heads. heads. Oh, <laughs> dang it! All right, I'll go first. Okay. 
So if Marchesin is ready, I'll put in Marchesin. I'll have Paola Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, <clears throat> Jorge Sanchez, uh, Renato Ibarra, Guido Rodriguez, Mateo Zuribe, Andres Ibarguin, Roger Martinez, and Oribe Peralta. Now, notice how when you said Aguilera, none of us even blinked an eye or even questioned you. Yeah, because, I mean, he had a he had a great game against Tigres, and I don't see why he needs to ride the bench next game. Okay, well, we'll talk about that right now. Dylan, sure. do you change anything, make any any uh, adjustments to that? Um, I just, uh, I just don't know about the, about where Renato Ibarra is right now. So if, um, he's not ready, I'd just put in Linus. I mean, that's my only change, to be honest. Mm-hmm. My only change is the same one as yours, but I'm not putting in Linus. I'm putting in Cecilia Dominguez. Really? That's an interesting one. I would love to hear why you would put Cecilia in over Linus. Because that's what Bioho would do. Well, true. And because... Linus is barely coming back up from injury. Doesn't mean that he's ready to go. Yeah, he started a game against Querétaro, but that was a friendly. Oh yeah. And Cecilio wasn't even there. So if Cecilio was there, I promise you, he starts ahead of Linus in that friendly. And I also want to know. I said Roger instead of Henry, even though Henry had a had a decent decent game when when he played against uh against Costa Rica. In this, uh, I just. Unless he's unless he merits an uh another goal than today Chile, yeah. then yes, he probably yeah. maybe gets the nudge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, but I don't, yeah, like, I don't yeah, see that like, partnership. Like me, and you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I still think Roger will be over Henry. Dylan, I still even think like you said, if if he gets another goal, and then you say he merits a start, I still don't think he merits a start because I just think that's how Piojo is, and Piojo is gonna have Roger no matter what. I think we said in in the last podcast that the only way uh, Henry gets a start this weekend is if Oriol Peralta is injured for the game. Right. Which it doesn't look like he is. So it it looks like that partnership is going to continue between Roger and Oribe. Now, Mm -hmm. not to say Henry might not see minutes. And if he does, maybe he merits a start if Roger does poorly and he comes in and and gets a goal. Yeah. I mean... It's all in the air it. right now. It's all in the air right now with him. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, it is, but I still doubt it. I mean, because because there are plenty of times whenever uh, we question, you know, why hasn't Henry getting a shot or why wasn't Henry subbed in, and you don't see him get subbed in. You still see Roger can stay in it, and so I just I just kind of doubt it. I mean, it all depends. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just expecting the worst, and you know, I hope I get happy in the end. But right now, I'm just expecting the worst. If we're expecting the worst, then then. Well, in this situation, in this it's in this situation. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say the worst is like we get beat like twelve zero. Oh no, not that. No, not, not that. I'm, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because 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 you have spoken about Henry getting subbed in and getting some minutes, but I'm just setting my bar low for that because I don't expect it to be honest. If Henry comes in, well, th- you have to imagine too. What's the situation of the game looking like? I if was just about to goal, say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're chasing a goal, then Henry's coming in no matter what. Doesn't if we're work. if we're two nil up, uh, I don't know if Henry comes in or not. Mm-hmm. If we're three nil up, yeah, we're not seeing Henry. For one yeah. goal up, and the game's looking pretty tight. It's in the air as well whether or not okay. we'll see Henry. It's all game situational. I mean. The best situation Henry can hope for is that we're losing by a goal and, and are chasing it down the 70th minute so he can come in and try to do an impact. But, that's I mean, mm-hmm. that's not what you want either to see from the team. Definitely not, no. So, Henry is in a tough situation right now in which and, – and it would be nice to see him play because, you know, La Ley is the, you know, the lay of the, of the X where, you know, you play against your former team and you, you score against them. Usually nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. but I mean we'll have to wait and see with Henry. So, but you gentlemen, give me your lineup. Uh, we're going four four two, or are we dropping Cepillo in into that camp spot. Four four two. You would think four four two, but we we'll have to wait and see again. Because that's just me, though. I have seen we we, we have seen that four four two a little bit more often now, but we, there is points in the game where. Oribe starts off in that camp spot, but then moves his way up on, onto the pitch and, and becomes that uh, that partner uh, striker with Roger. I guess right. it just all depends on how the situation is, 
but I, I think Oribe is finding himself quite comfortable in that in that camp spot, and he's looked pretty decent. Even though we've criticized him a lot, he looks pretty decent. Yeah, but I guess I don't know. We always throughout the season, I think we wanted him and Roger to have some sort of partnership, and that just hasn't happened this season. Is it because Roger's not informed, or is it because Oribe's dropping back too much? A little bit of both. I don't know. I think it's because sometimes Roger drops back even more as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yodi was trying to play now Roger's spot, and exactly. it's like, and we do see Roger drop down a lot, which is very interesting to me. That's true because he's supposed to be that lethal number nine in the box, get all the balls, but he's dropping back as well. It makes no sense. Well, it's gonna be interesting enough either way with the players that we uh feel that on the pitch, whether Renato Barra starts, which we hope he does, whether you know, uh, whether Aguilera or Edson start, I think will be pretty decent in the in the defense. Now, my question is, and and this is probably a question that's gonna be hard for any of us three to the to answer, uh, is how is Cholos gonna come out at us? I think they're gonna be hungry. Yeah, yeah, everything. We 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 highlighted the perfect um. The perfect situation for them. They're 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 um they're tenth in the table. They're two points. No, actually no, they're actually tied for eighth, but due due to goal differential, they're in tenth. So they're gonna be coming out for everything. They need a win and expect them to to not sit back in my opinion. They're gonna they're gonna come for this uh, for this game. Exactly what Chris forty five said earlier is the children's gonna come in looking for that win. They're gonna be looking for that victory. And it's, questions have to be asked as to whether or not we're going to be able to compete with them and how do we compete against them, against them too. Now, knowing that this team is going to go at us, knowing that this team is probably going to want to look for something, do we sit back, soak up the pressure, get them on the counter, or do we do something we've always been saying and is take the game to them from the first get-go? Tigres. We did that against Tigres and look what happened. True, but then what happened? We got that goal, early goal. What happened after that? We sat back. We got relaxed. Now you would imagine that the team would would learn from that. But how many times have we said that before? True, but I hope Miguel Herrera, you know, has some sense in his <laughs> in his mind this weekend and does what America did that second half. We we got the goal and we kept going and we got the second goal. And um, I I'm I'm hoping that there's a repeat of that on Saturday. Dylan, what do you think is is, is going to be key and crucial for us to to walk away with three points at the Estadística? You know, now that I think about the last the last game against Tigres, I think I'm going to change the lineup and put put uh, Emma Aguilera and Bruno Valdez up top and have Oliver and Rogers start in the center back position because <laughs> it just looks like they're the only ones scoring. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it really does. I mean, I mean, uh, if if I really think about it too, I mean, like you were saying, you know, how much pressure can we soak up before we make a mistake? We get too comfortable and we let in one, and then and then at that point we can either be chasing one or we can be looking for the win, and so it's going to be real critical on how we approach this game and how we go out and actually start the forty-five minutes or the first twenty, in a sense too as well, because you want to look for that early goal and get things rolling too on the offense. But the qu- the question that I have too now is who who's going to be that person who's going to step up and score, because we can't really depend on Bruno or Emma really stepping up that much because, you know, you still look for that between Roger and uh, Oliva Perata too as well. But then again, you know, that set piece could come in handy and they could still score from that, but we can't always depend on yeah, that exactly. too. Yeah, you know? a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we're saying te- uh, set, set pieces are going to be crucial for us. Judging by the last game, yes. From now on forth, the set pieces will be crucial for us. No, and, and the last and, game, I think it's just been a repetition of things that we've been pretty good on the dead ball situation. Yeah, 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 but that, that too. But you know, we we've talked about it since. Well, I mean, whenever we first started this too, Ivan, in in last November, and going all the way up until now, we've seen this team continually struggle with consistency on the pitch, whether it be from a certain player, whether it be from the whole team. I mean, at this point, I kind of question what America are we going to get this this coming game to as well. You'd hope that the best side, but I mean, you can also say, well, I mean, worst case scenario, we 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 probably play a pretty dull game and still walk away with the points, like the Atlas game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no doubt. You know, I think at this point, you know, you 
you scrape what you can get and still get those three points. And I think you're happy with it, whether it's an ugly win or a good win. But still, at the end of the day, you kind of still have to ask that, and that's still in the back of your mind. Let me ask you a question, gentlemen. This is a question that's that, that anyone can answer, true. Um, would you guys prefer to see an America win, scrape up points, playing horrible and terrible, and walking away and possibly finishing second or first, or have an America play a consistent amount of football and a consistent and, and a really good uh and a really good style and get fourth or fifth place? Oh man. I mean, because I mean because we've always we've always talked about, you know, this is this is the point in the season where you can't drop points. And you know, we definitely need to really keep things going, especially whenever we get into the Ligia. Uh, praying that we do get it, which we're looking pretty solid so far getting there, you know, because we have gotten to that point where they're in the Ligia, you know, we either score or we don't. And I think we can go back and look at the, the Apertura too and think, you know, we didn't score at all in that Ligia. And then here we come against um, Pumas. You know, obviously, we get, big, we get big wins in both legs. And then we struggle against Santos. I mean, it's just always building on that consistency too as well. But at this point, you know, I think I think I'd be pretty okay with just scraping by and getting the win however we can, to be honest. Same. I agree. So you I guys can... rather see ugly, terrible, but still walk away with points and finish first or second than rather to play a consistent amount of football, play beautiful and play and have a style and a rhythm and finish fourth, fifth, or sixth? The, the, thing, mean, is, the thing is you can finish whatever on the table – but if you're hot for Ligia, that's all that matters, to be honest. If you're the eighth seed and you're playing out of your mind in Ligia, you're going to win the championship, even though you played a subpar season. So, I, that's, honestly... That's where I'm going. Yeah, but, like, that, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, having that consistency, yes, that's, that's nice to have, and I guess that's what all three of us want, and I guess that's not what we're getting with Piojo. But if we play that consistent football and get first-rounded, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying too. And you, you go back and you know if if y'all can tell me you know of a or a season like we've had like maybe a five game stretch where we're playing consistently for five for five games, you know then then yeah you know I agree with you. Then you know I want to play consistent, play good football. But you know at this point it's just you know you got to scrape it what you can and get those three points because that's what's crucial in the end. Understood. Understood, and that was just my question because it's it's, it's interesting to to kind of see where we're at in the situation. But I I agree. I I think the higher you finish in the table, the more security you have in that in that aspect. Exactly. But now the magic number has always been twenty uh thirty thirty points, and you will qualify for the year no matter what. Right. And we're about seven points away from that. Six. We're at twenty three points. We're at twenty four. Twenty four. We're at twenty four. Yeah, we're at 26. Oh, yeah, I, I, my mistake. I read a three. I guess we're we're six points away. That's even better. That's two wins. That's two Two wins wins away from securing a Ligia spot. And we can get those two wins today against Cholos and then next week against Cruz Azul. That's gonna be a big one. Who is in first place? Exactly, Cruz Azul. And we are only two points away now. Cruz Azul has. A game coming up against Querétaro, Ooh. which should Ooh. be interesting to watch. But even even if they draw, that's more than merit enough. Now, of course, a lot of people say, "Well, you probably don't ever want to finish first place." But you know, still, I, I think America always has to aim for the top, mm-hmm. and first place is obviously the top. So we, we we gotta we gotta keep going and pushing forward. But I mean, two more wins, two more wins, and that secures your Liga spot mm-hmm. and, a, and a pretty good Liga spot too. So. Now the question is, you think that we can get these two wins? And, and most importantly, starting with the first three points against Cholos. So do you guys think that the team has it in them? Or are we going to see a team struggle against Cholos? I mean, kind of like kind of like what we mentioned before and what I mentioned. Um, it's just you don't know what this team is, how this team is going to come out and play. I mean, yeah, you look at the team, you see the talent, you see the depth. And yeah, no doubt this team can do it. It's just, in my opinion, what side are we going to get, really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think we can do it. I think uh, I think me and you, Ivan, can agree that the Tigres game left us, I guess, a little bit more, um, I guess, a little bit more content with the, how the team is going and the form that they're trying to achieve and the play style that I guess they're trying to go for. Can they implement that against Tijuana? I hope so. Uh, and by, but what I mean by implement is that aggressive style and don't sit back and keep chasing a goal or, or keep getting trying to achieve a goal. If we can do that, I think we can we can beat Tijuana. I agree. I, I, I think we have it in the bag as long as we go out there and play our game. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, now let's let's talk about a couple of players who we think are going to be crucial for this game. I think uh, I'm gonna make it a little bit tougher on you guys. You guys, give me a player that you guys think is going to be crucial and vital without giving me Roger, uh, without giving without giving me Guido Rodriguez as one of your players. Go, Aguilera. Interesting. Okay, Dylan. Y'all not gonna like this. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be weird, you know, since I've I talked about him a lot, but I think uh Roger Martinez would be important. Interesting enough. Okay, now I'll go back to you, Dylan, right now. But Christian, why is it that you think besides our, our the main man we always would 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 say Guido Rodriguez, but why Aguilera? Well we <laughs> why not Aguilera? The the whole season we've been criticizing this man for having a very, very below average games. Yes, he had an amazing game against Tigres. But he also did mess up a little bit. We can't we can't allow those mistakes against Tijuana because and one one of these mistakes, you know, that could be a goal for Tijuana. We're chasing down a goal, or maybe that's a goal in like the 80th minute. Now we have 10 minutes left to score and tie, you know, and it could be his fault. So yeah, Aguilera. So I guess we're looking for consistency in regards to that department with Aguilera as well. Now the funny thing is though, now what happens to Edson? Are we just gonna let him ride the bench, or do we think that he has merit enough to call come back? Because I think he had a pretty good game against uh, uh, against Costa Rica. I mean, we we do know the type of player Edson Alvarez is. We know his potential. We know what he can give. It's just up to Pio, I guess, at this point. I guess it's a good situation to have if Aguilera is playing consistent. And I like how you played against Tigres. It's a good situation to have because you know you can swap in either or. But you guys mentioned also, you know, Edson and Edson and Bruno kind of have formed this partnership. And if you disturb it, then you know, all things can go ugly. So I'm afraid at know. this point it's been tainted that partnership. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of tough, but I don't know. Aguilera is the, the the main I'm looking for this uh, this Saturday. Okay, interesting. Now go, Mr. Dylan. What, why was it that you said Roger? I think it's passed overdue. And I, I think he's going to do something here this game. I feel like he's going to be involved in a goal scoring chance and either assisting or, or scoring. You know, I think it's, it's overdue, obviously. And I think this is the time for him to do it. And I think he's going to really step up and, you know, prove me wrong a little bit. And I hope he does. If not, next week, uh, Dylan's going to come in and be like, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> a man named Roger Martinez. But uh, I'm looking at him as well. But I think a player that's going to have a really, really important game, a really vital game, and someone who I think needs to try to step up and try to continue to, you know, convince me that he's in good form is he about to win. Mm, okay. Yeah, because his game against Tigre was not good. Exactly. He, I, for moments, forgot he was playing on that wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, We have to wait and see whether or not he can prove me wrong. He, the pitch is going to play against him, though. A- any winger at this point, the pitch is not going to be their strongest suit mm-hmm. because the ball is going to get stuck. The ball is not going to roll as fast. It, it, it's going to look horrible. It's going to look like my Sunday league when uh, when when you just barely start playing. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to look terrible. Now, whether or not he can get himself accustomed to that and the quicker he can adapt to it, the better he can be. But I think he can prove something. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that Dylan brought up Roger Martinez. Judging, knowing what the pitch condition will be, shoot the ball. You never know what one of these lucky bounces or you know the grass is. There's no grass, so I don't know. Maybe the ball <laughs> maybe t- takes this awkward turn and it goes in. You know, try to something something to get his confidence up, because um, like we've mentioned uh, in the in the show in the beginning of the show, this is the this is the vital part of the season. You know, and it'd be nice to have a, a lethal goal scorer on our team. It really would. It really, really would. Now, I'm, I'm looking at the weather, and wow, there is 
rain coming down from Friday all the way till the next week on Thursday for Mexico City. So we're going to see rain. We're going to see rain against Cholos, most likely than not. What does that do to the pitch now? It's going to make it muddy. It's going to make it terrible. And it's going to make it just even worse. Back to your point, Christian. Shoot the ball. You never know what might happen. Now, it, it could be the scenario where you shoot the ball and it gets stuck because the mud just makes it like that. But, um, you know, you got to take your chances. It, it's not – look, for those of you expecting a good game of football, it's not going to be that. It's going to be it's going to be patchy. It's going to be rough. It's going to be very interrupted by the pitch, by the gameplay. The ball is not going to roll as fast. The movement is not going to be as good. It's going to be a pretty cringy game to watch, but – it's still going to be important that these teams adapt as quickly as possible and try to play their style. The only thing that worries me, the only thing that worries me is we're going to start playing long ball United and just try to get that ball up to Roger and just completely forget about the midfield. Right. Um, uh, but, um, but is that the gameplay that you have to go now? Like, does that result to because, because of, of the pitch condition, you know, if, the pitch is terrible, and the midfielders can't create anything. Then you know, maybe that's the only plan you kind of have. And we know what Roger can do when he's one on one. You know, he can he can out 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 muscle a defender very easily, and you know, break clear for a chance. But is that is that really how we want to play? Though I kind of kind of I don't know. I kind of don't agree with that. I'm just saying the team's gonna feel feel the pitch for about five to ten minutes, and if if the ball on the ground isn't working, then guess what? First thing you're gonna start doing is. Thinking that ball over. Mm-hmm. Is that the right answer? No. But I mean, you... I, I mean, eventually, I mean, either adapt or something's got to change on the pitch. I mean, I mean, if if worse if worse comes to worse, I mean, I know we talked about you know uh, needing this win, getting three points, and being crucial. But you know, what if what if we don't get that chance? Really, what if Charles doesn't get that chance? I mean, is is it is a draw content with us? I mean, I mean, because because it could come down to that. It seems. I mean, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I don't. I don't like a draw. And I promise you, if we get a draw, people are going to start calling for people's head again. Hmm. It's that simple. It is that simple. I think we've said it before. Um, Bielo needs to start getting his act together because if we don't win the the championship this year. Uh, I don't. I don't know how confident I am seeing him again in um, in the apertura in the clausura. Interesting. So. Interesting. Now, another thing we haven't even t- talked about: Bielko's not even going to be on the pitch. Oh, oh you're shoot! Right. Yeah, you're right. So what does that do? Wow, this game is shaping up. <laughs> I'm also excited to watch this game on Saturday. Haven't watched America, you know, in the week. I'm very excited. And now the pitch, the injuries, Yoho not being there. Oh man, this is gonna be a struggle. It looks but, like the, it but the best teams can cope with the struggle, and I think we have to prove that this Saturday. I agree. I completely, completely agree. Anything else you want to add on, Dylan? No, I think we I think we covered just about everything. All right, gentlemen. So we're gonna be looking for a tight, close game in which we can probably walk away with all three points. If we do walk away with one, I would say it is a failure of a match. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't start calling for people's head though. Um, how much people are gonna start blaming the pitch? It's, it's it, we have to wait and see. It's gonna happen, but. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how how this team can cope with with everything going on, really everything mm-hmm. that is going on. So, hopefully, you know we can walk away with the, with with three points. And with that said, gentlemen, give me your predictions for Saturday. Man, nothing, America. What would you say? Nothing. I oh, said okay. give me you guys predictions. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I can't hear what he's saying. Like like what he say, but I would go one uh, nil. America. Okay, keeping it tight. Christian? Two nothing. Two nothing for America. I am six nothing. Gonna go. Mm, I'm going you know you I'm going three one. Three one. Three one, okay. three one America. I think I think there's goals and I think there's enough there's enough mistakes happening on the pitch. 
Yeah. So, it looks like we're all comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Dylan, write them down, seeing as how you're the only one who's gotten anything right. And we have to congratulate Dylan because we we didn't say that. Congratulations to Dylan. He got the result right against Tigres, three to two. Congratulations, Dylan. You got yourself a point. Congrats, Dylan. I'm ready for my gasito now. Mm. Don't worry, the season's not over yet. <laughs> Just wait till America comes out and wins three one on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, it, it was pretty close. It, did you just say 3-1-2 last time? And like, it was there, and then like, boom, they just scored. Yeah. I was, I was like, low-key, after I saw it, I was like, just stay there. Like, nobody scored. Just like, keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope, uh, you know, well, we're hoping for the best for our Aguilas, and uh, hopefully after that, we can uh, we, we can we can try to, to, to focus on Cruz Azul afterwards, but we're pretty content about that. We're pretty content about that. And, well, like we said, make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter at EagleEyePod because uh, we'll have you guys covered for everything live in regards to that, lineups, news, and live tweets throughout the whole game. So make sure you guys do do follow us on there. Also follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes because you guys can always have us on the go if we ever miss a game or, I mean, a game, uh, a podcast in any sense. Make sure you guys do and follow us there. But we're hopeful, and we're, we're looking for a pretty good victory against Cholos. Whether or not we'll get it, well, that's going to be up to the team, and we'll have to wait till Saturday to find that out. All right, mm-hmm. gentlemen, before we move on into the next segment, I think, Christian, you have a trivia question for us and a trivia question for the people. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> today's trivia question is, in the 2017-18 season, who did America sign from Racing Club? Interesting. You can put that link in the script. Oh, my man, already on top of it. Look at that. I think uh, I think the answer is um, Rolfi Montenegro, but that's just me. I was going to say Benedetto. Mm. Close enough. Close enough. Close yeah. enough. Also, we forgot to tweet out the scoreboard last week, but we'll tweet it out right after the show. So don't worry. You guys get to see where you guys are at. And it's getting very tight. So answer these questions, people. Answer them. You have an hour. So go. Go, 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 go. Now, one thing that we have to talk about before we jump into the next segment is just a, qu- a little a little rumor, a little rumor that uh, happened to happen about two days ago in which a certain player by the name of Arturo Vidal said <laughs> at Animision Deportes with uh, Bamban Zamorano that he would love to come play for America. He said love. Did love. he say love? He said Encantaria, but yeah. Same shit. He would like, like, cause, cause then people are gonna start saying that you know this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it close, it close enough. Close enough. All right, gentlemen, just give me your thoughts. What the, would you guys take, Arturo Vidal? Wow, it's um, a very, very controversial player in regards to his comments about Liga Mexicana. And then he comes out with this. Uh, his um, He's a great player. You can't deny that. He is a very good player. He's He is in Barcelona for a reason. Your favorite, Christian? Yeah, not my favorite. Um, Wow. I don't know. It's Yeah, why not? You know, why not? Arturo Vidal in America, like, come on. But, but okay, but like, who would go? Like, let's say, let's say, if we keep the, if we still have the same four players for some odd reason, who would, who would go? Because, I mean, we'd have to get rid of somebody. You think? Or maybe change the formation. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah never you never know. I'm telling you guys, this, this, uh, I we're very far from it. But the, after the apertura, that transfer window is going to be, I think it's going to be a crazy one for us. Um, there's a lot of players that will uh, expire contracts with expiring mm-hmm. contracts and a yeah. lot of rumored players to come in, like always, but now more than ever. Big names, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. All right, okay. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I would honestly wouldn't mind. I think Arturo Vidal would be awesome to have in America. Um, can you imagine Menes, Vidal, Vidal. Guido. Oh yeah, Guido. 
Linus on another, or Ibarra, Vidal, Guido, Guido, Jonathan Dos Santos, Mateo Suribe in the camp spot, and as striker. We have a very good midfield. Damn, what are you playing with two center backs? <laughs> we playing with two center backs now? I think, I think we would play a, a 3-5-2 if that were ever to happen. No, we're playing a 1-6-3. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's going to be an, an interesting um, transfer window, next the next one. Oh, who knows? Maybe maybe in December we can have a little bit of moves here and there. I don't think it'll happen, to be honest, but, you know, we never A big know. move like that, I don't think, until until the next summer. But January, yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting. Yeah, definitely. always some moves going on. Always, right? especially in Liga Mexicana. So we'll have to wait and see. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to our next segment, a small segment. Our Lady Aguilas played against Puebla, in which they drew 1-1. Oh, it wasn't one eight. I thought it was two two for some reason. But yeah, you're right. One one. Nah, Puebla scored first, and then the, uh, the ladies came back and equalized, and that's how it ended. Well, I mean, not much we can say after that too, because damn it, again another game we weren't able to watch. Yeah, it's just very, it's difficult. It really is. So, Liga Mekis women, get yourselves together and get yourselves a TV contract down here in the States. I promise you, there's enough audience here that is willing to, to, to watch. There's enough of an audience here that you can branch off and market. Believe me, the ladies are here. They're here to stay. You got to give them something, though, or else they're going to look elsewhere. Exactly. I think, it, I, I think they'd have a much bigger audience than the women's league here in the States. They would. They really would because let's face it, you already have that fan base of, you know, the men's side of things. Just imagine the women's side. Exactly. Interesting enough. Exactly. I mean, spot on, Ivan. Exactly. That that seems to be the word of the day today. Exactly. Well, with that said, good luck to our lady Aguilas in in the upcoming games as well. I know they're getting towards uh, the the tighter end of the season as well in which they need to be on it and and it looks like they will. This is a team that we've always said it looks like they're hungry for a championship. They've been so close two times already. Now, question is, will they finally make it to the glory promised land uh you know this this time around? How cool would it be if both men and women won? That would be. The, what a parade that would be. Yeah, for what real. A I think I think we should go. And they have we will, we will go. They have Cholos next. Interesting. So that'd be that'd be something to keep an eye out for. Here or at, away at Cholos? Oh shoot! Now I forgot. Uh, keep that thought. Don't lose it. If it's away, home. At Cholos, it's I'm, a home I'm game. To go it's to- a home game. Oh, it's a home game? Okay, never mind. I can't go. Um, but <laughs> good luck to our Lady Aguilas. We're with you always in spirit and in heart. And one day, we'll actually be able to watch you guys. Yes. One day. It's it's coming soon. I can feel it. One Hopefully. day. Hopefully. Someone give us that illegal stream, you know, to every one Turn of them. Drop the link. And I'll pay you $20. <laughs> well, well, you're getting a little bit too fancy. We don't have that in the budget, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. Well, it's coming out of my personal money. Oh, because I was oh, saying, okay. we barely yeah. had enough of a budget to go get my haircut. I had to pay five bucks at you know <laughs> this shady place. Why do you think I ended up looking like this? <laughs> I think you look fine, Evan. Just uh, to just to kind of just to kind of cap things off for the Lady Aguilas, they sit in third right now with twenty three points, uh, three points away from Pachuca, who's in first, and one point away from second, which top two in both groups make the playoffs. A point away from Toluca. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. All right. Good luck, Lady Aguilas. Now let's move on to our final segment of the show. And we're going to talk briefly Mexican national team. Because, one, there's a rumor that we have a head coach. And, two, mm-hmm. 
actually playing right now. So and we're smoking supposedly. Let's go. Let's going. Let's keep it going. Now, question is, well, we'll start off with the big news. Tata Martino, someone you know very well, Christian, from his time right now at Atlanta United, mm-hmm. is rumored to be the coach for the Mexican national team and will be arriving after the MLS season. Yikes. Now. That's my, thought. That's my thoughts. Yikes. Okay, Christian's, like, Christian's like on the fence with this right now. And I am too. Listen, being a supporter of Atlanta United and knowing how, I guess, the team kind of works and operates, Tata Martino was rumored to leave by the end of the season. Now, being having said that, there is definitely a top-level manager already lined up if Tata Martino were to leave. Welcome to the Atlanta United podcast, people. As, a, as an Atlanta United supporter, this doesn't really bother me as much because I know we will get a top-level manager to come in. Now, for Mexico, this is where things worry me. Tata Martino has been known to be a little bit of a nomad. He he, you know, he he likes to go here and there. Um, I think I saw Kari tweet this out on Twitter that um, she doesn't think that Tata Martino is good for a long-term plan, and that's what Mexico needs, and I completely agree with her. Um, but I do have to note his um, his achievements for one, getting Paraguay to the quarterfinals of a World Cup, something that you know we have failed to do. Getting Paraguay to a Copa America final, getting Argentina to two Copa America finals. He has experience with national teams. Can he be good for Mexico? I hope. Is it the right choice? I don't think so. Well, what I take away from that is one. You are saying that Tata Martino is iffy in this whole Mexican national team. And two, you're confirming Zidane for Atlanta United. I, if it's Zidane, I'm all for this move. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but oh, I mean, shit. if we're talking Tata Martino, I don't know. He just, he looks, he's a, he's a very good coach. I just think he's a very good coach for a South America team. And if you focus on that Atlanta United team, there's a lot of South America blood in there. Yes. So my question is, can he adapt and cope with Mexican national team players and the Mexican league? I hope, I sure hope so. But that's the thing, though. I think Tata Martino has the ability to cope with whoever is given to him, you know? He, he can adapt to certain play styles. I mean, he there's a reason why he was a Barcelona coach at one point, you know? What did he do as a Barcelona coach? Okay, well, yeah, you're right. He didn't do well with Barcelona, but he still was in Barcelona for a reason. Correct? Yes, but I just, I don't know. I mean, his resume is I'm impressive. on the fringe about it, too. I'm on the fringe yeah, about yeah. it. Because I don't know. Well, but I'm, I know. I'm trying to, like, trying to find light into this. If this, Because this rumor is probably the, the biggest rumor we have seen about our national coach. So, trying to shed some light here. But, like I was saying, though, his resume is impressive, though. You have to agree with that. Now, Tebe Azteca was the one who leaked this out. Yes. How much credibility do they have if... Rumor has it, they're going under themselves. That's where I'm iffy about this because they also said that he was yeah. he was supposed to be presented on December eighth, but if Atlanta United makes the MLS Cup final, December eighth is when they will play the final. Yeah. So look at that, Mexico is just getting messy. We've been a mess for a long time. It's uh, it's just shedding light now. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe he's the manager to take us to a World Cup final, and we're just over here just whining about it without exactly. even an opportunity. It's the Mexican in us. It really is the Mexican in yeah. us to question I think- someone who's coming out and hasn't proven themselves in Mexico. In Mex- I promise you that if we were to bring in someone like Luis Van Gaal or Jose Mourinho or uh, who's the guy that won the Premier League with, with, uh, with Leicester City? Oh, oh. Uh, Ren- 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 if he if they were to come in, we would question that one right away just as much as we've questioned any other foreign manager that's come in, like uh you know, like Juan Carlos Osorio, like uh Sven Goran Eriksson when he came in. 
-hmm. you know, anybody that is not a national it's always going to get questioned. Even the nationals themselves get questioned. It's so it's 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 a Mexican in us just to complain about it, to question it, to doubt it, without even giving the 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 proper opportunity to to showcase. I just feel every Mexican wanted Mateus uh, Almeida to be the coach so badly that they just question any choice that the Mexican uh, the Mexican Federation does at this point. You're wrong because I I wasn't I I was glad to know that he wasn't coming on. Right, but. Okay, ninety percent of Mexicans wanted Almeida to be the national team coach, and that's more accurate. He got announced to San Jose, and now everyone's you know kind of bashing the uh, uh, the federation for it. So any coach that comes in, it's already going to start from the bad foot because it's not the coach that they want, unless it's like yeah. a top notch coach like like Ancelotti or Zidane or anything like that. I think any, the only one that can come in right now and be like, okay, yeah. Is he done? That's the only one that can exactly, come. definitely, and no one will bat an eye. Exactly, yeah. But let's let's be realistic here. Zidane will not be coming to to coach for Mexico. So, and if he was to lose like two games, people would already start calling for him. Like, why are we bring Zidane in? Yada, yada, yada. He's French. I don't care. He's not Mexican. Like, why is he here? Exactly. He's bald. The Mexican in us. It's the Mexican in us. We are yeah. terrible. We are very Absolutely bad. Terrible. But. About to wait and see. Now, Mexico did end up winning against Costa Rica one week. Well, not even one week, a couple days prior to this podcast. Right. How'd you guys watch that game? I liked it. A bit sloppy in defense, but I liked it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good second half subs to get things going and, you know, good comeback win for them, too. Victor Guzman is very good. Yes. I hope we have an America one day, but I feel he's good. he'll be going to Europe. So, who? Uh, Pocho Guzman. Oh yeah, he's going to Europe. Yeah, he is a very talented player. It sucks that he missed the last World Cup because of injury, but he's a very good player. Yep, very good indeed. Now, I'm just getting word that our stream has gone down. What'd you do? Oh my goodness! No, we're not live. We've been down for quite some time now. How long have we been down? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. YouTube's not working. You guys still streaming? Exactly. It says that we're still live. Yeah. This page isn't working. What do you mean this page isn't working? Who told you? YouTube. Oh. <laughs> and someone just tweeted us now. YouTube is down. YouTube is down? Yeah, that's what someone said. YouTube is down. Are you guys still streaming? Be like, yes, we are, but... But YouTube is down. No. Oh my god. First this, my haircut, everything's just going off. Just everything. <laughs> no one's watching us. No one's watching us. I was like, wow, we lost people just because of the Mexico game, but no. YouTube is down. Let me see if I can try to find us. YouTube is literally down. Unbelievable. Can you guys go on uh, on your phones and see if YouTube's up? Okay, I'm going on YouTube right now. No, it's down. It's down? It's down. I can't even. Oh, my gosh. Can't F watch this, my videos. F no this. I'm out. Guys, I'm out. <laughs> we're, we're, we're down. We, no, this is terrible because we can't even record the podcast anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> and we don't, we don't have a backup, right? Like, we don't. Record them. Listen, guys, we need to get this new setup ASAP. Because yeah, this is with the new setup. This this would have never happened. Because at least with the new setup, you can press record and stream, and even stuff like this goes down. You have the recorder. You just upload that one. I can still record it. I can do a screen recording, and it will record everything we're doing right now. Right, but we. I don't know. I don't know where we stopped. I don't know where YouTube killed us. Oh my goodness! I think though. I think it was right after we talked America. So, I, on that end, we're good. On that end, we're if good. We're, if it's that, then we just cut it at that, and then that that's the podcast. And that. I'll let them know. I'll be like, hey, you know what, guys? We yeah. have a little bit more, but it killed us. Mm-hmm. I, we just never banked that YouTube would ever go down. Yeah, especially now. Wow. All right, so we got to do another show this week. We, we missed the Mexico game for this. Yeah, Are, you kidding me? Are you kidding me, I know. I know. Are you well, kidding me, YouTube? Turn it on right now. <laughs> I, I have it Unbelievable. on Unbelievable. Right Oh, you have it on? I no, I, I watch it, it right now. I'm going to watch it right I've now. Yeah. Been... 
Sorry. I was hungry before we started. Oh, I haven't ate either too. Yeah, same. I I, I lost my appetite after my haircut. I, I have to go off campus to go get. I know, dude. You you've been muting yourself, coughing and everything. You good? I told you I sound like booty cheeks. <laughs> no, you don't sound like booty cheeks. Booty cheeks is not. Wait, so what do we do now? Um, we we either redo the show for funds for the lulls, or we just apologize and tell people that we're not gonna have a SoundCloud or iTunes. We will have episode. it out. We will. I just don't know exactly where we're gonna have it. You know? Mm-hmm. Damn. We don't listen, know. Us, right? Listen, when when YouTube comes back in about an hour, we'll we'll see where we left off, and if we need to do another show, we'll do another show. Sounds good with me. You guys down? Dylan, I know you're sick. If you can't, then you can't, man. No, I can. It's just I sound like booty cheeks. Right. Actually, you you sounded pretty good throughout the whole show. Yeah, you didn't sound bad at all. Oh, yeah, I should have heard me inquire then today because I sounded like major booty cheeks. You sound like Madonna? I sounded <laughs> worse than that. <laughs> hey, look at the bright side. At least your hair is not as bad as mine. I'd rather swap with you and have bad hair than me being sick right now. I almost missed class this morning. <laughs> we we forgot to announce as well that the prize for the trivia will be next week. Yes. And we said we would discuss that. So yeah. in an hour when we see come back. So three dollars. That's all I got to my name right now. <laughs> this press badge ain't getting me nowhere yet, guys. It will one day. It will one day. At least you have a press badge. Hopefully, yeah. At least you have a press badge, man. Mm-hmm. One day. Oh, no. <coughs> oh Christian, does, Christian doesn't know about uh, my other podcast I'm going to be doing here in town. Oh, the uh, Hispanic one? Yeah, with the bilingual newspaper. Nice. They're going to have me report the news in English. That's beautiful. Congrats, buddy. Okay, so we're, an hour? We're going to give YouTube an hour. Okay. And then I'm going to go eat. I'm going to go watch the Mexico game. And then we'll 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 come back in an hour. Well, and y'all I'll have like fun with, with the Mexico game. I'm gonna go off campus and get food. Okay. That's my only option right now. Well, I'm not gonna go off campus. I'm gonna go out of my house. But right, I have so. time. <laughs> okay, so you know what? I haven't even clicked stop broadcasting. So what if this all got recorded? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if this all got recorded, can we keep it up, please? Because this is. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, we're gonna keep it up. Oh, definitely. And then that'll give them like behind the scenes of the ego life. And someone's gonna be like hashtag booty cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude. Yeah, dude, oh, we are becoming Jordan. very controversial. This we are <clears throat> ten years down the road, then someone's gonna find this podcast that yeah. we last uh we're, we're gonna, gonna be on exactly we're gonna be on ESPN, then they're gonna breaking news, hashtag booty cheeks is gonna show up. <laughs> On the and... booty cheeks. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So an hour. An hour. Okay. Yeah. Back up. Back.